0: Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifyoluwa Big Begudi. A theme for this month of April is Prophets of Restoration. And April 4, 2021 makes the first Sunday of the month of April. The topic is, The Suffering Servant Brings Salvation. The Suffering Servant Brings Salvation. And this is taken from the book of Isaiah 53 verses 4. To eleven, Isaiah 53, 4-11, to 11. quickly to our good in text. It reads thus, But he was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquity. And the punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds we are healed. Isaiah 53, verses 5, let us pray. Father, we bless you. We acknowledge your holy name for this grace to come again to hear from you. Thank you because every time you have what to give to us, to lead our life and to help us to you. Receive grace again today that your world will come to us with your light and your light. As we receive today, will give unto us our life in you. We Receive grace, O Lord, be that exalted in the name of Jesus. Cleanse us up from all filthiness and we pray this day that to us many souls yet to know you even by your word today you will speak to them and you bring them to yourself Glory to and your name father in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen a story of was told of a particular let me say two communities who were actually in dispute and mainly because of their lands and as a result of that when the new king came to one of the community he decided to meet with the other and call other community members and he was on hits that we need to really look out for peace and in looking out for peace after several property had been destroyed, lives had gone to all of this, he was so much on the concern that this must not continue. and in the discourse around how to make peace the people were not so much ready the communities were still on all around the the whole thing Ah, my land, my land, you know and nobody was ready for one another. Everyone was, each of the community were laying claim on that which belongs to them. But this king of the one of the community was ready to release his son, to appease to the whole community as a need for them to realize that if he can let go his son and still feel the pain of those who are lost and who have died in the process, then peace must reign upon the land. And this was what really put a stop to the fight among the communities, and ever since then, peace reigned on the land. The illustration is given unto us no other picture around how Jesus Christ, also considering the whole affairs of the world, seeing how the life of men had been in context with the devil and God, and understanding that the world will only get destroyed in all of this, especially as the devil is always on the lookout to make that men receive not the life that God wants of them, benefit and enjoy not what God had made available to them. And in the understanding of this, God, as a king, just as the man, just as the king of one of the community that we said, decided also to release his only begotten son, and that is Jesus Christ. We cannot really relate it with an earthly picture well, but what so much that is great? here that God did for us all is the releasing of Jesus Christ, His servant, of uh, His Son of God, who became servant and who knew nothing. And Jesus Christ played the the role that we call substitutionary. He played it for us, and this is why believers today can always live in reference to His name, as either that is here. Salvation had been made available to all through Christ Jesus. We quickly go to the first part of our lesson, which is the suffering servant, a perfect substitute. The suffering servant, a perfect substitute. That is taken from Isaiah 53, 4. To six. our love, will read, relating with our Bible from verses 4. The word of God makes clear to us that, Yet it was our weak it, it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrow that weighed him down, and we and we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own for his own sin. For he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sin. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us like sheep are. A stray away, a stray away, we have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on Him the same of us all. This is a part that matters most there. But what the, the Lord decided to do, even when human had gone stray, when human had decided to, you know, go his own way, when human, you know, just want to live the life that he, he didn't fit, not as it fits that the Lord wants of it. God decided to lay upon him, who? Jesus Christ, the sin of us all. Jesus become his substitute. One truth here is that the sin of men is with punishment, especially when we go astray to the will of God, it comes with punishment. The devil knows this, and that is why he's always walking around human and ready to make man go against the will of God. He knows that when he is able to do this, God will not be pleased around man. And once God is not pleased around right man, such life becomes his home. He's always on this, this is looking out onto this. And God, who also knows that my desire is not that man should perish, but that they should be saved. Consider a need for a substitute. And Jesus took the role. He took the substitutional role of becoming a replacement for us. The punishment that's supposed to come to us as a result of our sin, he took it. Upon himself, one truth here that we must know is that he bore the whole burden of sin, which is which estranged humanity from God, and and it cost him his life. He's suffering now as guarantee unto your salvation. And what is very very important is that he became a suffering servant. He was bruised. He was pierced. He was chastised. You know, uh, all of these words depicted how he went through. All that He did, and whereas He knew no sin, but He took this for us, that you and I might be saved today. Lord, we are grateful for Jesus Christ. We are grateful for Your love as well to us, God, and we are grateful that today the testimony of the death of Jesus still lives alive. Quickly to the second part of our lesson, and that is obedience of the suffering servant. Read Isaiah fifty-three seven to nine. Yes, we've been able to know that Jesus Christ went through all of this suffering for us, that we might be saved, and we may not go through the consequences of our sin. And he became a servant, a suffering one for our sake. How did he really go about this in obedience? The Bible was able to tell us from the very first of 7, it makes clear to us that he was treated harshly, but with humility he endured saying no word. He was not saying anything. And I was bringing this, you know, to, to a thought, realizing how, who would they be? You know, who would be treated harshly, humanly speaking, and will not react? Especially when it has to come with beating, when it has to come with, you know, being being, being tortured for what you don't even do. But Jesus said no word. Why? He understood what he was living for. He knew well that this was part of his mission on earth. This was just it, and there is nothing around it. His father had released him for he had released himself for this from his father, and he must live to obey his call. Another thing that is obvious in his obedience is that he gave himself like a lamb about to be slaughtered. And you know, even in the process, he still did not open his mouth. He was not a sinner. He was not all that they were saying in his even when the scribes and Pharisees were against him. Even when the whole ground of, okay, will you go for Barabbas or will you stay with Jesus? Which one will you choose among, will you, you, will, will you prefer Jesus? Which one will you choose around these two? The people want a criminal. And they, they, they kick against Jesus, who actually is not a criminal. But he also was going with them from Gestiman even to Golgotha. And he was not saying a word in the process. He was arrested and sentenced to death like a criminal. We see all of this. He took upon himself his faith and he bears it. He was finally put to death for the sin of us all. For the sin of other people. The sin that he knew nothing about. He was buried in the grave. But today he had been able to defeat sin. He defeated it he did it for us he did it for everyone he did it to us many who today would be ready to embrace this testimony this life-saving grace that is available through our Lord Jesus Christ and very important the obedience of God here becomes a message for you and I he understood what he had come to do he wasn't ready to say no this will not happen even at and while he was praying, considering all around it, and he knows it's not going to be a palatable one. Is this safe, Father, that will be done? This is the highest order of obedience. Jesus, with humility, embraced that which he is called to do and, had, and he was not looking back, he didn't look back. To you and I too, obedience is key. And in obedience, we can achieve a lot. We can achieve a lot for ourselves. And people around us, Jesus did this in suffering, it wasn't easy, but you bid. The third part of our lesson is rewards of the suffering servant Isaiah 53 10 to 11. Jesus didn't just do this, and God leaving him to the shame that he went through, he did not even leave him to the reproach of the devil because the devil was out there to see how oh, the only son of God is gone, but God was able to bring reward to God for his obedience to Jesus for his obedience and this we were able to see from verses 10 to 11 that it is clear to us that he would have many descendants he will enjoy long life and the Lord's God plan will prosper in his hand. This is very important to us that death could not hold him down Death could not you know the grief had no power on him. And that is why till today Jesus is the only Savior, the only Messiah that has come and still lives forever. His kingdom is forever. Aside that, he is the one whom all nations have been given to. And at the name of Jesus, what do we have? All needs will bow and all tongues will confess that Jesus is Lord. To the glory of the Father. This is very key. But he suffered so at first. But God for the forgiveness that the word needs the justification of many and even as a sacrificial lamb that he took you know upon himself to be god leave him not without a reward and this is very very key that god release reward to obedience god release reward to obedience to as many who also live life obeying god there is reward for it god is in the desire to, to ensure that his own is lifted and exalted above the reproach and shame of the world. The Lord will never leave his own. He even makes it clear that in, if the way of a man pleases the Lord, he makes his enemy to be at peace with him. And the way of a the, of the, of the man we're talking about is ensuring that we live life as God wants us to live. And when we do, our enemy. Even the devil, is the greatest he of the enemy we have, he will be silent over our life. To our take home as we come to the end of the lesson, Jesus Christ is the perfect substitution for our sins. Christians should be hopeful for restoration, just as Jesus, just as Christ, resurrected. Jesus suffered and died for the sins of the whole world. That has been conquered as a result of the resurrection of Jesus. Every act of obedience brings reward. Jesus was humble even until death. I pray that the understanding of this word come to us much more as well, and our life be touching the process, even as believers, to live with the understanding of this sacrifice that Jesus made available to us, that we would not continue in sin, but we would live life to glorify God. And to as many who are yet another Lord, the truth of the word of God will come to their hearts. And the souls of men will be saved to the Lord. Glory to the name of God. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead on Sunday. Bye everyone.